Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach Tip of the Day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Pleasure to have you with us. And I wanted to remind you before we get into our next guest that at ExitCoachRadio.com on the audio library, you can go listen from your smartphone while you drive, while you work out. You can listen to over 750 different interviews that are categorized into 12 different topic categories, uh, various speakers that we've had uh, that are in different groups. Uh, you can find a lot of great information there. So I hope you'll go there. Take us with you, exitcoachradio.com and the audio library. My next guest is someone who's been with us uh, several times before, and we're, we're building a really nice series and relationship uh, with Nellie Ekalb, and she's joining us to talk about business structures and basically um, things that you need to know as you set up your business and as you start to grow your business, uh, you know, business structure is one of the most important things that you can focus on. And Nellie is with CorpNet.com. She's the CEO and founder of that group. And we've talked about um, different types of structures uh, in the past, different types of business structures and what you need to know about setting those up, maintaining those structures. You can find those uh, interviews in the audio library as well. And today we're going to talk about how to structure multiple businesses for your real estate investments. So, Nellie, welcome to the show. Great to have you back. Thank you so much for having me, Bill. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. How are you doing today? I'm great. I'm great. It's a beautiful day, and I'm excited to share my tips with you. It sure is beautiful. It's a, you know, it's uh, we're for those of you who are listening sometime in the future. We've just turned the corner, and we just fell back on the clocks. It's turning into fall, and it really hit hard. It just like flicked the switch here in Southern California, but it's it's a beautiful time of year. We don't have leaves changing like my last guest back east, but uh, uh, in, in matter of fact, uh, actually some areas we do have leaves changing, but not as beautiful it is, as it is back there. But it, it feels nice, and uh, we're heading into uh, who knows what kind of a, a, a wet winter ahead. Nellie, what do you think? Yes, yes, I hope so. We need it with this drought. <laughs> we can use it. We can definitely use it. So what's new with you? How are things going up at CorpNet? Uh, things are booming. We're busy. We are officially have entered into our high season, and I'm ready to talk about and educate your audience about running, you know, if they're running more than one business, how to set up multiple business structures. Is this a busy time because a lot of people are doing their year-end planning or because they're starting new ventures and they're looking forward to the new year ahead and they just decide this is the time to get official? What's what's keeping you so busy? <laughs> I think it's a multiple of things. You know, I think people are wanting to get their legal ducks in a row and either get ahead, you know, in their business and try to plan ahead. Um, we have people who've already incorporated or set up an LLC and they want to make sure that the corporation or LLC is in compliance before the end of the year comes. We have people who are sole proprietors or partnerships and want to take advantage of 
um, becoming a corporation or LLC before the year end. And then we have those that are just getting ready to get their business launched at the first of the year. So it's a combination of them. But for us, it's a busy time of the year, and we love it. We get to... uh, inspire, motivate, and business launched, or if they have an existing business, help them keep that business in compliance for years to come. That makes a lot of sense. And, you know, I guess the reason I ask is because I know a lot of CPAs are busy with year-end tax planning. Financial advisors that set up things like pension plans and IRA accounts are busy because there's that end-of-year tax deadline. And uh, But in, in general, I think, you know, we're seeing a lot of new opportunities come to light. Uh, people become perhaps more aware of the need to have these uh, structures set up and put in place. And so today Correct. I think we're, we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to focus on on real estate, but tell it's, it's your interview. Tell us what you want to talk about. I really think whether it's real estate or just any type of a business, whether it's a restaurant business or any other type of a business that a, a business owner wants to get into and they're running uh, multiple businesses, um, more than one at one time, there needs to be some education um, around how to set up uh, multiple business ventures because, you know, today's small business owners often make an income through a variety of ventures. You know, for example, a restaurateur may open up a wine shop or a catering business or may also double up as a part-time copy editor and do some blogging for their restaurant business. So if you're running multiple business projects, you've probably wondered what's the best way to structure all these ventures, um, whether it be, uh, you know, you know, housing real estate investments or owning real estate property, uh, you know, should you form one corporation or LLC to cover them all or should you form an LLC or corporation for each business? And that's really what I want to talk to you about today. And that's a great topic because I know a lot of people that have purchased, um, especially after 2008, they purchased several um, rental properties, for instance, and now, and they know that they should be protected, and they know they should have them in some kind of a, an entity. And but they they are concerned because if they had, let's say, five rental properties, the concern is, well, it doesn't it would, would five LLCs? Wouldn't that be costly and and uh, co- you know complicated to set up Correct. and maintain and pay and all that stuff? And and what's the best way to maybe? Uh, put a couple of them into one LC, and how do I figure that out? What are some of the factors? So there are three ways to legally structure multiple businesses, whatever business it is that you're running. And each option has a different set of advantages and disadvantages. And the right approach really depends on your unique needs. So we definitely recommend that you consult your tax advisor to see which type of option will give you the maximum tax benefits uh, in the long run. But really, here's what's to consider. Option one, you can create a separate corporation or LLC for each venture. Uh, You can form an LLC or corporation for each business venture. For example, you can form an LLC for a bookkeeping business and then form another LLC for selling homemade soaps. This option obviously will 
uh, require you to pay additional filing fees because you're paying filing fees and compliance fees for each LLC or corporation that you set up. So while this seems straightforward enough, be aware that this approach will result in considerable paperwork. You'll need to file separate forms, annual reports, meeting minutes to the state for each of the separate LLCs or corporations that you're setting up. And if you formed corporations, you'll need to file separate tax forms for each corp. So if you're looking to minimize your administrative requirements, consider another option. There's one exception to this rule and this option, and that's for real estate investors. If you're investing in rental property or other real estate, you may want to consider forming an LLC for each property in order to protect each investment on its own. So if property A is sued, only the assets belonging to the LLC in property A are affected. Your own personal assets are shielded as well as the assets belonging to property B, property C, and so on and so forth. So this is the best way to contend liability um, in potentially risky ventures. Um, option two is creating one corporation or LLC and having multiple D- DBAs, also referred to as doing business as filings or fictitious business name filings, which we covered in our last interview, under the main corp or LLC. This second option is to really create one main company as an LLC or corporation. Then once that LLC or corp has been established, it files multiple fictitious business names. Again, also called a doing business as registration for each of the ventures within the same state or county. Um, With this approach, each business can have the right name and branding for their specific market while still enjoying the legal protection of the main holding company. Um, And when it's time to file your taxes, for example, you can take the income earned from each DBA and report them in a single tax filing under the main LLC or corporation. So, of course, situations vary, and you should always consult with an attorney or your tax advisor for individual advice regarding your particular situation. But this option of creating one corporation or LLC and having multiple fictitious business names underneath it obviously will have less administrative requirements and less paper headache and uh, filing fees associated with it down the long run when it's having to keep up with the compliance of the LLC or corporation. Yeah, and what I hear from people that uh, did the first route, I mean, it's obviously uh, sometimes you have to consider the risks of each property and um, how important is it to shield each risk. It might be worth it, but at some point in the year, you're going to get hit with these uh, these filing fee bills from all of these different LLCs, and that's the Correct. point where people complain the most, right? It's all of a sudden, wow, I got five LLCs, I got to pay, what is it, eight hundred per? Is that or whatever? Well, you hit it's, the it's nail on the head because yeah. in California, if you form a corporation or LLC, yes, there is an eight hundred dollar minimum franchise tax associated, which with each corporation or LLC. So it can become a hefty liability down the road and at the end of the year when you're um, setting up multiple LLCs or corporations. But another option that we've come up with is creating one corporation or LLC with other corporations or LLCs under the main, you know, holding company. And with this one, 
A holding company will own individual corporations and LLCs for your multiple business. This scenario often comes into play for companies that are looking to be acquired, as well as for those cases where an established company is looking to start a new business, and the established or holding company will fund the new business. Um, The particular tax and legal implications can become complex for this scenario, so again, we would definitely want you to consult with a tax advisor and or an attorney for the best way to structure your holding company and its subsidiaries. Um, with this scenario, we do see a ton of real estate investors um, going this route um, just because they, they want to definitely create that corporate shield and create that uh, anonymity not only for the main holding company but for all the other um, real estate investments underneath the holding company. But the bottom line is that if you're working hard to build your business or assets or real estate investments, you want to make sure you're also doing everything you can to protect them um, from, you know, getting acquired or taken away from you. Yeah, those are great tips. And like you said, you can really make a misstep if, for instance, an LLC uh, that has uh, multiple partners uh, buys an S corporation, you can completely, um, you can violate the shareholder uh, stipulations of an S corp. So you really have to be careful how you structure this. So it's a team sport. Um, Correct. But um, those are some great guidelines. And, you know, back to, it, it seems it seems to me that the first step is to consider the risks of each venture and figure out, is there one that could really jeopardize the rest of them? Because you might have a situation where, you have a, a dangerous business that, that could uh, invite lawsuits, like, for instance, a construction-oriented type of a thing where there's going to be a lot of potential damages down the road and, and insulate that from some other structure. So there's, there's a lot of different ways. To, I, I appreciate that advice, a lot of good ways to set it up. And yeah. when, when you do, um, when people are starting to say, you know, I think I want to buy um, a business, um, do you find that people will come to you and say, before I buy that business, I want to set up an LLC that's going to, for instance, or some other business entity that's going to actually make the, that's going to own that business as opposed to me buying that business personally? Sometimes we do have that happen, actually. And um, it happens a lot with acquisitions where, you know, if there's going to be a merger or an acquisition, they want to set up a company to um to 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 place for the for the purchaser to to purchase that company under the LLC. I mean, the bottom line is when when you're purchasing things under a corporation or LLC, really the main benefit is liability protection because you you you're trying to minimize your personal liability um and and shield it from any liability that the business may incur. So that God forbid down the line something happens, people can't come after your personal assets, whether it's your house, your car, your retirement, your savings account, your personal checking account. So, yes, we see a ton of different scenarios happening. And at the end of the day, you know, as a small business owner, my recommendation is is to make it simple for yourself and keep it simple because if if you're running multiple businesses but want that liability protection, set up a corp or an LLC based on what your tax advisor recommends or come to us for a free business 
consultation or a free business needs analysis and let us uh, guide you through what we um, you know recommend you to consider for your situation and then um, the other businesses can be held under the umbrella of the corporate LLC as fictitious business name filings. And then this way, you're limiting yourself to only one set of filing requirements, one set of uh, tax requirements, one set of compliance requirements, and less headache and paperwork down the line for you. Well, what I like about what you've said so far is that it, it it's not one size fits all. Sometimes it's wise to step back Take a look. Let's say you have five properties, but um, uh, you know one of them's more risky than others. Maybe it's in the mountains. Maybe you know maybe a tree could fall on the on the mm-hmm. renter's car. You know <laughs> maybe there's other risks yeah. that you need to consider, and the others aren't as risky. There might be some common sense logic that would lead you to have maybe one LLC that owns the risky property and and another one that owns the others in in uh, like you said a series. But you didn't really say a series. I've heard about things called series LLCs. Do those exist in California? Yes, they do. They actually exist in um, many of the states. And, again, uh, it's something that we can assist you with. And depending on your state's requirements and depending on whether your particular state offers it, then we can definitely set up series LLCs for you in your state. And, um Pick up the phone, contact us at one eight 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 two eight one seven one 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 or visit us online at www.corpnet.com. Um, we have live chat experts uh, standing by to answer any and all of your business inquiries for you, and we're happy to help in any way we can. Well, you you explain it so clearly and, and wonderfully. I really appreciate you coming on to the show again. And, again, we've had uh, – several interviews and you can go back and and put in our search bar a k a l p that's Nellie's last name a calp and and listen to all the interviews that are out there or you can go to the audio library and look under uh i think we're under corporate structures or something like that you'll find you'll find it you know just dig around and listen to all the wisdom that's coming from Nellie and corpnet and you know this is this is not a drill this is your life these are your assets Take the right step to protect your assets. Don't leave them hanging out there. There's a lot of lawsuits. Uh, There are a lot of uh, people that are very sorry they didn't spend an extra few thousand bucks to protect many, many hundreds of thousands of dollars in their assets and their businesses. So, Nellie, again, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a real pleasure. And I know we're going to talk again soon, so I look forward to the next time. I look forward to it, too. Thank you so much for having me. All right. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. Please stay with us. Hi, everybody. This is Spike Real for The Exit Coach. Business owners, can you name the eight key value drivers that you and your managers should be focusing on to increase the value of your business? Introducing the Sellability Score Index. Visit our website and answer 25 questions about your business, and you will instantly receive your sellability score, showing you how well you stack up in the eight value driver areas. It's a great management tool. It's absolutely free for our listeners. Just visit ExitCoachRadio.com and click Get My Sellability Score. Does thinking about what will happen to your business if you're gone keep you awake at night? Will you get the price you need from your business to carry you through retirement? The BEI Network of Exit Planning Professionals is the world's leading advisor network 
with the power to help business owners transition out of business on their own timeline and terms. Ask your most trusted advisor to create a BEI plan for you or visit us at ExitPlanning.com. That's ExitPlanning.com. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 